For your sports talk fix every day from four to six is Scalzo and Brust. For your sports talk fix every day from four to six is Scalzo and Brust. For your sports talk fix every day from four to six is Scalzo and Brust. For your sports talk fix every day from four to six is Scalzo and Brust. Live from the Gruber Law Office's One Call That's All Studios at Radio City, this is Scalzo and Brust, presented by Mobcraft on 94.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. It's a party, baby. by Bob Craft Brewery. He is Ben Brust. I'm Greg Scalzo. Alex Strofe, Joshi DiMaggio. You, the Scalzo and Brust family on Twitter, at Scalzo and Brust, calling us, texting us, 800-990-3776. Again, 800-990-3776. Another weekend gone by. Aaron Rodgers still in his kerfuffle with the Green Bay Packers. No major news to update you there, although he is still the the favorite in Vegas to return uh, to the Green Bay Packers, or I should say the Packers are the favorite um, for Aaron Rodgers to return to in Las Vegas, currently minus 225, according to William Hill Casino there. Meanwhile, Giannis Antetokounmpo leads the Bucks to a Game 7 victory over the super team that is the Brooklyn Nets, beating out Kevin Durant at his his own game. We've heard from Ben Bruss, Benny Bucks. He picked against the Bucks when they were taking on the Nets. We found that the source of much of his consternation around the Bucks uh, derives from the fact that he only was paid $1,000 for 10 days of Summer League, and he feels like that was a pretty cheap move by the Bucks. He was the last cut by the Milwaukee Bucks before he was shipped off to Lithuania, and that $1,000 went all to what casino, Benny? In Vegas? Yeah. It was the Four Seasons. To the Four Seasons. Mandalay Bay. Uh, Meanwhile, I am of the opinion that if Giannis is the guy that brings Wisconsin sports over the last decade, which has to be the best decade of Wisconsin sports, not from a championship standpoint, but from just a quality standpoint, but the championships and the lack thereof is glaring. If Giannis can bring the Wisconsin sports scene out of the champagne room and bring them championship glory on the heels of Aaron Rodgers doing whatever he is doing, saying, I would rather retire than play for the Green Bay Packers. I think Giannis overtakes him. I really do. And part of it is because I just think he's so much more damn likable than Aaron Rodgers is. I mean, the fact that you just even said, like, I, I, like you were just like, Aaron Rodgers doing whatever he is doing, like, made me laugh because it's so true. He makes you not want to like him for some reason. Everything he's done, it's been a different narrative every week of this damn offseason. You know, you know what? Even going back to last year's NFL draft when they drafted Jordan Love, it just it, it's felt hard to like to to interact with Aaron. He's constantly changing and changing his mind and saying it's this reason and that reason I'm unhappy. And Giannis, to his credit, 
puts his shorts and shirt on every day and goes to work and he grinds for his team and he may airball some free throws and get made fun of for that and I may sit there on my couch and time his free throws with a stopwatch like a loser but it didn't matter it did not stop Giannis from showing up going to work and helping lead his team to the Eastern Conference Finals so he just, you're right. he he is flat out without a doubt more likable than Aaron Rodgers there's no doubt 800-990-3776. Let's go to Levi from Stevens Point. Oh, Levi, right. welcome to Scalzo and Brust. Hey, guys. It's been a while. I've talked to you since April, the shipping and handling guy, remember? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Of course, they're yeah, shipping and handling. Uh, so, uh, I would be friends more with Giannis Antetokounmpo than Aaron Rodgers because Giannis seems like more of a cool dude than A-Rod. But, uh, the one thing I think Giannis should work on his free throw shooting is why won't he shoot like Rick Barry underhand? But nobody wants to shoot underhand, you know? But, yeah. Uh-oh. Nope. I didn't get no, dropped, they... did I? No, no, no you're, you're still here. No, ja- Josh. Josh. It sounded like he wanted to go. I was letting no. him go. It's our shipping, shipping and handling guy. You can't just ship him away like that. Add him to the Scalzo and Rust official, unofficial roster that we have going. Levi uh, Stevens all of Point. The official, unofficials. Levi, the official, unofficial shipping and handling guy. Scalzo. <laughs> 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 you need one. We all need one. Everyone needs that guy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is a shipping and handling guy? Do you know what shipping is? <laughs> no, I, I know what it is, but like, okay. what, what, we can't have that guy. It's, it's a cost that comes with shipping. No, it's good. We got a guy now. He's our guy. We don't need to pay the cost for it. He's our guy. All right. All right. Um, I like the Rick Barry idea. Uh, I like Hate the it. Rick Barry idea, but the problem is I have to imagine it would destroy a player's confidence if you had to be the guy that shot underhanded like that. You I have to a- have such supreme confidence. That, like, you don't care that everybody is laughing at you. I had a teammate in college who shot 70-plus percent his junior year, and his senior year he was 40%. Well, Nothing changed. Who it was? Ryan Evans. Nothing changed except mental. And he started, sh- like, everything. Bank shots, jump shots, practicing underhanded, never never used it in the game, but literally... You, you, and look, the Rick Barry idea. I can't believe I'm talking about this. Rick Barry had like a ton of shooting skill. Like, Giannis doesn't have a ton of shooting skill. You need to have the skill of shooting to have the touch to shoot underhand. It's not just, let's just go underhand. You're going to shoot 90%. That's absolutely ridiculous. On Twitter, at Skelzo and Brust. Uh, Yes, I don't know why I felt the need to say it's a bad idea for Giannis to shoot underhand. We've got the poll question. Do you respect Ben Brust as a journalist? 73-27, no to yes. I feel like you just gained yourself a few points right there, though. I feel like (laughs) your breakdown of the underhanded free throw shot and Rick Barry's place in it at least earns you a few more points. That's a journalist thing. Like You are a basketball journalist breaking down the ills of the idea that anybody can just adopt the underhand shooting motion because you're right. I feel like if more people could do it, they probably would do it. Very, very well put, Greg. And I actually want to give me an hour with Giannis. That's all I need. An hour with Giannis. I'll teach you. Oh, here we go. I'll teach him you the oven. Me. You, oh, you literally go. talked about it when you were trying to name drop your coach who worked with Giannis. I don't need him. If any, you said if anybody could fix Giannis, it would be him, and he still hasn't fixed Giannis. Well, it's He's time to go to the hidden gem. I'm right here. I'm in the city of Milwaukee. I shot 90% my, my senior year from the free throw. 
Metro line. If he needs help, I'll, cool. I'll teach him the oven mitt method. I, I get that guide hand out from behind the ball. Let's get that oven mitt out there so he's got to use his strong, dominant right hand. I've noticed everyone's avoid calling it the, the potty shot or like the granny shot, and I think that's because it is so Im- impossibly uncool. Yeah, I mean, there's no style points for shooting in granny style. <laughs> now, if you did, though, like if Giannis just went to it one year, and then all of a sudden he was shooting like 95, like 91% free throw, or even 90% free throw, like how cool would it be then? It's like Anthony, da- although, let me ask you guys this. You want to talk about going uh, down a bad road. Has Anthony Davis made the unibrow cool? Because that's like what he's trying to do. See, no, I think he's made it his brand. I don't think he's made the unibrow cool. Is that but- the brand that you want, though? Like, because that would be not, I don't want like, it. I want the granny shot brand. I-, I would rather have a granny shot brand than the <laughs> unibrow brand. Uh, but I'm way too egotistical about my looks. 800 uh, 800-990-3776. Let's go to Adam in DeForest. Adam, welcome to Scalzo and Bross. Who would you rather be friends with, Aaron Rodgers or Giannis Antetokounmpo? Hey, guys. Um, I'm Team Unibrow, by the way, but um, I, I gotta, I'd be friends with either Wait, like one. You ha- hold I'd, on. Like you, like you have a unibrow or you like the unibrow no. or you are a fan no. of Anthony Davis? Other than screwing around at the at the ballpark, if if I shot a free throw on TV underhand, I would never live that down. I do not have a unibrow, um, but I'm just saying, like, I'm I'm team unibrow. So you're, just, you're, maybe because it sounds better. So you're saying you'd rather have a unibrow than shoot Granny style the free throw line? Hey, I can get rid of my unibrow. I don't think I'd ever be able to get rid of the fact that people got ingrained in their head. I shot a free throw underhand. You know, that's a good point because no one ever, no one ever forgets Ryan Evans if you even know who he is. They're like, oh, that's the guy who shot jump shots from the free throw line. Not great. Yeah, yeah. I got a question for. You. I'd love to get your idea on. I, I heard, listen to Welding Talsh this morning talking like popularity, going in the tank for Rogers. Do you not think that if we all woke up to the ESPN app, da 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 tomorrow morning saying Rodgers is back, do you not think everyone else, everybody would just jump right back on that bandwagon again and this would all just be history? Do you not think he would, everybody just get right back on to being, you know, Rodgers' God, love him? Of course you would. Thank, Thank you, you for the call. call. You would do it while knowing that Aaron is kind of a – what did, what did Homer call him? A dink? dink. Like, dink. he's kind of a jerk. He, he, like, the way that he is, I think, has conducted himself and where his actions are showing his values truly lie, despite the words that he may use, I think will change people's opinions of him, but they'll still love him if he's wearing the green and gold. It's like it, it's like if you've got a, a friend in your group who everyone knows is kind of a Richard, right? Like, you're not really, like, everyone's kind of like, ah, oh, this guy. Um, but there's a certain redeeming thing about it. Maybe he's got a lot of money and he takes you, you know, he pays for things. Or maybe it's somebody who's friends with the right group of, of ladies. So, like, oh, he's he provides access. Or he's the manager of a bar in college so you can kind of get your all your friends in there so every time he acts like a dink you're like man i can't believe this guy's a dink and every time he's like hey i can get 12 of you into the bar tonight the dink you're like, comes hey, through this guy is great uh, the dink comes through and he provides that for the green bay packers immediately if he says i am back uh greg i need your approval for it for this one on twitter at scalzo and brust would you rather have a unibrow or shoot free throws granny style what are we thinking Put it on the poll. That's Galzo and Brust. 
You can also call us, text us, 800-990-3776. Shout out to Eat Street. Eat Street, of course, the official food delivery partner of the Milwaukee Brewers, the Eastern Conference finalist, Milwaukee Bucks, and the Scalzo and Bruss family as a young parent. Eat Street helps me out so incredibly much because I don't have time to cook. I don't have time to clean. We just want food, and we want to help support those local bars, restaurants, and taverns uh, in our fine city. Of course, uh, Eat Street started in Madison. It's based in Madison, serving all over the state of Wisconsin. It was a beautiful weekend outside. I'm walking around town. I'm seeing the park, and I'm seeing an Eat Street driver stopping at James Madison Park in Madison and delivering food directly to people. People having a picnic out there. Eat Street will do that for you as well. Check it out. If you don't have the app, download it today. What will they get, Benny? They'll get seven days free, free delivery, and we missed this earlier. It is National Daylight Appreciation Day. So while you have this daylight, while you want to be outside and go to parks and get active out there, gets your favorite food delivered right to you conveniently with Eat Street. Seven days, if you're a new customer, free delivery. Get it done, people. Download the Eat Street app. Jason Rildy joins us next for the Lottery of Philanthropy on Scalzo and Brust. You're listening to Scalzo and Brust. They're lying. Raisins suck. Raisins suck. We know that people like raisins. No, they don't. Because raisins are sold and people buy them. They spend their money on raisins. No, Ugh. it's big grape. They got to get rid of those extra, those extra did, grapes. Did you know that a raisin originated <laughs> grape. as a grape? Yeah. Okay. It's part of the wine family. <laughs> Subscribe and listen to full show podcasts available free on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. Bruss, presented by Bob Craft Brewery. He is Benny Bucks. Ben Brust. Had to be careful with that one. I'm Greg Scalzo. Alex Strofe, Josh Dimaggio running the show. You, the Scalzo and Bruss family on Twitter, at Scalzo and Bruss, calling us, texting us, 800-990-3776. And on Twitter, at Scalzo and Bruss, we have two poll questions up there right now, a third on the way. Uh, do you respect Ben Brust as a journalist? 73% of you say no. Uh, and who would you rather be friends with, Aaron Rodgers or Giannis Antetokounmpo? Giannis leading Aaron Rodgers, 74 4% to 26%. You know, Greg, I got a bone to pick with Alex Strofe, but um, can I do that now or should I save that for later? Save it. All right, I'll save it for later, says Josh. Do we have Jason? We do. All right. Well, uh, uh, we, we will now introduce uh, Jason Wilde for our Lottery Philanthropy segment. Of course, you hear Jason every day alongside Hall of Famer Mark Tauscher and the Hall Monitor Jesse Nelson. Wilde and Tausch, 9 to noon across these very stations. How are you, Jason? Hey, over there, you guys seem discombobulated a little bit. I don't know what happened, Joshi, because you were pretty, like... You were pretty frazzled as we came into the segment, and normally you say we've got Jason or we don't. I don't have a computer today because our IT guy is working on it, so I'm looking at them through my phone trying to see what the, what's going on in video, and nobody tells me you're there, and then Ben's picking a fight with Alex Strofe. Joshy, what happened? Just put it this way. 
Ben Brust was Ben Brust. He was needy. He made my job more difficult. I had to wrangle some things and now then Josh. get and then get and then get Jason on the phone. That so. doesn't sound like you're taking accountability. So we can't pat you on the back. Credit to me for blaming Ben Brust. There for, we go for causing a disaster like he usually does because he can't take care of his own things. Ooh. Okay. Those all sound bad, by the way. No offense. Uh, Jason, you broke up the there, weakest... but I don't I don't want you to say it again because I think I know what you said. The weakest no offense ever, too. It just sort of like stumbled in there at the end. No offense. Uh, all right. Let's get into the lottery of philanthropy with Jason Wilde. Let's do some good. It's the Lottery of Philanthropy on Scalzo and Brust with Jason Wildey. One winner, one loser, and one lucky charity will donate to. Want your favorite charity to be featured? Tweet the show at Scalzo and Brust. The Lottery of Philanthropy, the evolution of the Lottery of Punishment. Here's how it works. Me and Ben Bruss each have one question to ask Jason Wilde. He has to answer one question, but only one question. Whoever's question he answers is the winner. Whoever's he doesn't is the loser. The loser uh, has the privilege of uh, donating $20 to a charity of their choice. A lot of these are fed from you. The Scalzo and Brust family, so you can tweet at us at Scalzo and Brust or text us 800-990-3776 to get your favorite charity on the list. Ben Brust, who goes first here? I lost two weeks ago. We did not do the philanthropy last week, so I believe I would go first. All right, go for it. Jason, the Milwaukee Bucks have made their way to the Eastern Conference Finals. Aaron Rodgers continues to not speak, but his teammates have showed up to games. Is Aaron Rodgers going to make an appearance, do you think, in either the Eastern Conference Finals or the NBA Finals as a minority governor of the Milwaukee Bucks? Minority governor? Is that what his title is? I think, isn't it? We don't know, Jason, because you're not supposed to call the owner the owner. You're supposed to call him the oven, a governor. But if you own a minority stake in the team, we don't know. We're just trying to play it safe here. Okay. I never knew that before, so I actually learned something from you two. Is that a first? I, no, it's not a first. <laughs> it's still surprising, though, when it occurs. How about that? <laughs> Word. Word. What was that? <laughs> Just Word made. up. Wow. All right. I, I, I will I will take the I will take the question here. Uh, so Car- Say it again. But geez, this is a mess. Word. <laughs> Word. Carl Nassib uh, of the Las Vegas Raiders has come out as gay, the first active NFL player to do so. Uh, That happened just this afternoon. Jason, you've been around NFL locker rooms for a very long time. Uh, Can you just talk about sort of the evolution of the melting pot that always has been the NFL locker room? Because it certainly seems uh, like the idea of masculinity within the locker room has evolved at least over the last 10 years, and I'm sure even more so over the last 20. Ooh. I'm sorry, Benny, but I I saw this news today, and um, I think this is going to be the one that I'm going to choose. Sorry, buddy. It happens. Word. (laughs) Word. Uh, (laughs) I'm going to answer your question, though, with a question, Greg, because, I, like, 
I thought it was really interesting. So I have a good friend who is gay, and he and his um, partner just adopted a, a baby boy. So it's really exciting um, around here. Like, the girls absolutely love their Uncle Mark um, and their Uncle Gene. And I found it interesting. I've been meaning to talk to them, but they're a little bit busy with a newborn. Like, I, I'm trying to be very optimistic and positive when I see how, you know, so many different corporations have um, put rainbow logos into their social media. And we have a box of cereal from uh, Kellogg's that is for, like, Pride Month. And I want to believe, because I'm an optimistic person by nature, that this is all authentic and uh, an acknowledgement that um, we need to be more accepting as a society to people that love differently, right? I mean, we, we saw gay marriage be legalized. I'm not sure that even my gay friends would have said they were expecting to see together cereal with Tony the Tiger and Toucan Sam and everyone, and it's a rainbow cereal. So I come at this news today from the perspective of I want to believe that he has been, you know, his teammates have known for a while um, and that this is just one of many that will now be emboldened to be open about who they are. But I flashed back to when there was a, a rumor about Aaron Rodgers a few years ago. And we were still doing the radio show, so it's a while now. And it is one of my biggest regrets that I did not more forcefully push him with what he said. Because so we, so we do the radio show, and there's some blog, which, I, again, I don't even know why it merited being dignified with a response, but the Packers Public Relations Department decided that he should address it. And so it was the only time in the four years that we did the radio show where we talked beforehand about what was going to be discussed. Like, from the very beginning, he and I, he was great. He totally understood my job as a beat writer in addition to being a radio person and that I couldn't pull any punches with questions. And I asked him some tough questions over the years, contrary to popular belief. And he always respected that. And he always believed in his own intellect would be sufficient to handle even if it was an uncomfortable question or a negative question. So we never had these pre-show discussions about what we we're going to talk about. Like, everything was fair game. Um, you know, after the... Uh, fail Mary in Seattle was the only time that he came in early and wrote down notes, asked me for a pen and a pencil so he could write down his thoughts. But other than that, there was never any sort of preparation except for this one time. And the Packers PR department said, you know, I think you should just laugh this off and say, you know, I, I don't know where this is coming from. But and And I stopped the discussion and I said, Aaron, what do you want to say? And I'll never forget this as long as I live, and I'll always regret the fact that I did not push him to just say this on the air. 
she said, I'm not gay, but what if I was? All these people want to shame me for what they're saying I am. And if I'm not gay, that's fine, but what if you are gay? And a bunch of people want to make you feel guilty and ashamed of the person you are. That's wrong. And I looked at him and I said, that's what you should say. I said, that's how you feel. That's what you should say. And the PR person at the time said to him, if you say that, you're going to be the new Chris Cluey. And for those who don't know who Chris Cluey is, he was a punter for the Vikings. And he was not gay, but he was very supportive of gay causes. And so he got kind of uh, pigeonholed for that. And I, I pushed back and I said, no, I don't think that that's true. Like, you know, if people want to ask follow-up questions, you could always say, you know, I said what I feel about this. It doesn't relate to me. It doesn't affect my life. But I want to be, I told you what I feel about it, and I don't feel the need to continue to discuss it. And instead, uh, the PR guy won out, and it was this stupid, awkward, uh, I like girls, like, half chuckling. It was, it was forced. It was fake. And, and it always disappointed me because, you know, look, I, I do like the guy, and we have a really good relationship. I know people think that that causes me to be uh, too positive about him. But I was really disappointed in him because I thought his answer was phenomenal, his real answer. And I was so disappointed that the, the, the public did not get to hear that out of, come out of his mouth because I thought it was poignant, I thought it was honest, and most importantly, I thought it was supportive of, you know, that 16-year-old who plays on the football team in Monroe or Mount Horeb who hears it, and he's in the closet, and he doesn't want to open up to his teammates, and he doesn't want to admit that he's gay and be ridiculed by classmates. I mean, remember, this is 2014 that this happened. And I was always disappointed because it felt like a missed opportunity to speak to kids and, and, and uh, grown adults as well about, hey, it's wrong for these people to make you feel ashamed for who you are. And they're the ones that are wrong. You're not the one that's wrong. And, and I, I, I hope, you know, I've, I've told him that straight out. I've been very honest with him. Whenever something like this comes up, he and, he and I have talked about it, and I said, I'm still really disappointed we didn't just have you say what you felt. So that's, that's why I, uh, I, I instantly thought of that when I saw the news break this afternoon about Carl. And, and I just, I hope that there are, I know that there are still people that are, uh, whatever their beliefs may be, are not accepting. Um, but I really hope that this leads to however many more players there are in the league that are uncomfortable being honest with who they are for fear of reprisals and backlash, I hope they're able to say the honest thing that Rogers said that day that didn't make it onto the air. And Jason, quickly here, because the hall monitor, Josh, is uh, on my case here, but was the concern from the Packers or in that room in general, was it the perception of Rodgers? Was it, was it him becoming Chris Cluey because of people inside of the NFL or because of fans outside of the league? Like, where was the Probably, fear of yeah, not acceptance? I think both. Greg, I think both. I, I think 
you know, again, that's seven years ago now. Sure. And, and I, again, I didn't ever think I'd see uh, together cereal. So to see, to, to think back then that people would take his response, maybe I was the naive one. You know, maybe I was naive and, and there'd be conservative Christians who would come after him for saying that it was okay to be gay. Like, I don't know what would have happened. Um, I know how I feel as a Christian and also as someone who I'd like to think is pretty accepting. But the bottom line is what we ended up doing instead was lame and quite frankly, more insulting to do this kind of fake courtesy laugh. I like girls spiel. I just, uh, it is a huge regret for me. Well, Jason, we appreciate you sharing that with us. Good stuff. And Ben's going to be donating $20 to the charity of his choice. Let's see if he can connect the dots here for us uh, on the Lottery Philanthropy. We'll talk to you next week, Jason. All right, guys. Take care. Be good. Jason Weldy, Weldy and Tausch. Weekdays, 9 to noon, across these very stations. Uh, Jason Weldy there. If you miss him. Miss any of the interview? You can catch it all on our podcast, Scalzo and Bruss, wherever you listen to podcasts. Of course, you can catch the Wildey and Tausch podcast there as well. Uh, we'll get back to Aaron Rodgers versus Giannis and Teddy Kumpo, 800-990-3776, next on Scalzo and Bruss. You're listening to Scalzo and Brust. You ready for the next question yep. for my brain? All right, so like they lay eggs. How do they like get impregnated? <laughs> like, are, are... <laughs> Subscribe and listen to full show podcasts available free on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> Big thanks to Jason Weldy for joining us last segment. And the vulnerability that he showed in terms of talking about one of his regrets during his time with Aaron Rodgers, uh, in which Aaron Rodgers had to tell the world, no, I am not gay. I like girls. Of course, today the first NFL active player came out, Carl Zeeb of the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, some good stuff there from Jason. If you missed any of it, check it out uh, on our podcast, Scalzo and Brust, wherever you listen to podcasts. Download, subscribe. Subscribe, rate, review. You know how it goes. He is Benny Bruss, Benny Bones. I'm Greg Scalzo, Alex Strofe, Josh DiMaggio running the show. And, Ben, you've got a bone to pick with Alex Strofe. You put it on pause. What do you got? Oh, I mean, it's just classic Alex Strofe being a little weasel. So we put it out on Twitter, at Scalzo and Brust, uh, is at Ben Brust. Do you respect at Ben Brust as a journalist? 27% of the people say yes. Uh, they're all stupid. Or no, those those people are, are not stupid. <laughs> Just <laughs> you nailed, nailed that. that. Oh, my God. And then 73% of the people said no. Host of the Jump Around from 3 to 4 in ESPN Madison, Jim Rutledge, says, how is it high for yes? Um, and how is it so high for yes? <laughs> I am proving his point even more. I then see Alex Strofe chimes in with a like of Jim Rutledge's tweet, which is classic 22-year-old, won't speak up. I know he can, only be, he can only speak when spoken to, but how about you tweet me and say something instead of just liking stuff, being subliminal like Aaron Rodgers. You're from Green Bay. You're really taking a page out of his book, you little wheeze. <laughs> 
Dude, you don't even know how to read. Why am I a weasel when I like a tweet? My apologies that you're that offended. No, you, I just, I'd like you to be direct with me. Is. I know you have a cool voice and all, but be direct with me. Don't be a little like, oh, I'm going to like Jim Rutledge's tweet because I'm too scared to tell okay. Ben that he isn't a journalist. <laughs> I'm a, yeah, I, I was just about to ask We're that. What journalist makes you a journalist right now, What do you do that... What do you what do you do that makes you a journalist? Every day from four to six across ESPN <laughs> Wisconsin, I bring it for Your the people host. of sports, and I bring news and factual information that they can go upon their day and be better <laughs> sports fans because of me. What are you, you a radio host or a journalist? What, what do you do? You push buttons, and you you can only speak when I speak to you. That's how low you are. You can only Jeez. speak when I speak to you. Hey, Joshy, <laughs> what has been softer uh, recently for Ben Brost? Him backing down from a bet with Homer or him being offended by uh, uh, somebody who liked a tweet who is so low that Ben Brost is ripping him for being so low? Uh, this is this is taking it to a new low. This is you're What's being going quite on, sensitive. Benny? Why is that? Why does this bother you? What? What? Nothing bothers. Me. Oh yeah, no, I'm, I'm good. This is you're not mad. Right. This is actually funny. I, Alex, did you just speak? Because I don't think you were spoken to. <laughs> The animosity is real as we get ready for the decathlon to determine who is a superior human being between Alex Strofe and Ben Brust. Um, and to I the mean, people John- that are letting me know that I'm a good journalist that are texting me, you, you, it's okay. I, like, I, I already know. You don't who t- need, who texted happening. you that you're a good journalist? I don't need to tell you guys that. No, just there's one like, There's like ten people. <laughs> Mike Pantone chimes in on Twitter at Galzo and Brust in response to Do You Respect Ben Brust as a journalist? He says, uh, He is lucky breathing is an automatic function. Jeez, that one's good. That one's so funny. Get up here and do what I do every every day, Pantone. <laughs> you'll lose your breath and you won't know what to say. You'll freeze, you little loser. I feel like if you look at a, the Twitter bio picture of Mike Pantone from Franklin, you will not want to be talking smack to him. He See, looks like big muscles. Very, <laughs> he looks like somebody you would be very scared of. Um, he looks like he's in a biker gang. Like that's a you know, it's somebody that you don't seem like you would. Uh, you would. Uh, I've seen well Sons of Anarchy. Craig Hodgson, have you or no? You just know about it. You haven't seen it. You just know about it. Wait, Sons of Anarchy? Yeah. Jax is my guy, man. No, I watched it. There we okay. go. The one Craig name. Ha- the one inch deep, Josh. <laughs> and I haven't seen it, so I can't even push him further. And I have a feeling he doesn't know anything other than Jax and Son of, Sons of Anarchy. And please don't try to prove me wrong. Craig, Craig Hodgson says, kind of bad for Betty taking all this heat. I mean, I'm fine. I, I, the Benny Believers are out there in full force. What, Josh? This has been a banner, just absolute segment for you. You're not responding. You can't read. You're trying to take out a Strophy for absolutely nothing for a like. Are you good? Are you rattled? I don't know. Uh, I think the Milwaukee Bucks beating the Nets might have rattled me a little bit, but you know it's okay. They're, they're they are now in the Eastern Conference Finals, um, and they're going to win in four. Bucks in four.
Another Bucks bot account tweets at us and says, uh, Sir Charles calling it a Bucks sweep over Atlanta. Bucks in four. That Charles Barkley uh, apparently said earlier today. Or it's just a meme that was created. Who knows at this point? Shout out to our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. When you want a sure thing, Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Number one in quality. Number one in home value across the state of Wisconsin. Number one in quality and in value. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. And right now, through the end of the month, get your order in. You have the option, six-year no-interest financing or 40% off installation. If you're planning on using financing, like that's going to come to an end at some point. And when it does, it's not going to be back for a while. I don't even know how that's possible, six-year no-interest financing. That's just free money right there. I might replace my windows and doors again because it's so good. Six years, no interest financing, 40% off installation. Gina Della, she's the best. You've heard me talk about the amazing work they've done. Tausch talk about the amazing work they've done with his home. Give them a call. 855-PELLA-WI, 855-PELLA-WI, or go to PellaWI.com slash radio, PellaWI.com slash radio. Giannis and the Bucks have been brass shook. Who would you rather be friends with, Giannis or Aaron Rodgers next? That's Calzo and Brass. You're listening to Scalzo and Brust. Speaking of punishments. Oh, Benny, you sneaky, <laughs> sneaky boy. I, I honestly, I honestly. No, guys, this is one of those times where, like, sometimes I try to bamboozle things. <laughs> I didn't bamboozle this one. Subscribe and listen to full show podcasts available free on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. Before this net series, wasn't too confident. Here's what Ben Bruss sounded like before Bucks Nets. Well, I mean, if you they're not going to beat the Nets. So if you're if you're uh, Benny Buck says they are not going to win the series against the Nets. So if that means they do opposite of what I say, like the past has proven, then let's start the celebration now. There you go, Benny. So you said they're going to lose to the Nets, but if they win, then I'm on it because I'm reverse jinxing them. But you've kind of been off of the Bucks this whole time. Benny Bucks in full force. I do want to deviate away from Bunny, Benny Bucks for a second, though. Uh, I'm Greg Scalzo, Alex Strofe, Josh and Maja running the show. Scalzo and Russ presented by Mobcraft Brewery. We'll be there on Thursday from 4 to 6 p.m. Come on down, drink some beers, hang out with us. Mobcraft Brewing Company uh, in Milwaukee. Ben Bross. Is it true you're going to be Grand Marshal Brust at a NASCAR event? Uh, it has uh, been inquired by me uh, to see if I would be a Grand Marshal for a virtual e-NASCAR race for the iRacing series. I what would does get, that mean? It what means the Grand Marshal The Grand Marshal is the person that gets to say, uh, Drivers, start your engines! 
Grands. How many Grand Marshals are there over the course of a, of a race? Uh, there's only one Grand Marshal for every race. And I've never been the Grand Marshal. Uh, at Madison International Speedway, I have waved the green flag. Cool. At Road America, one of actually, it is my favorite racetrack in the entire world. That 4.2-mile road course track right up in Elkhart Lake, Wisconsin. I have spotted in the NASCAR Xfinity race for a driver three years in a row. The Three out of four years, the one... One year I did not go. He won the damn race. I was so sad. Um, not putting that Had on a me. Good spotter. Uh, no, great spotter. I actually got him out of a couple wrecks. Wrecked behind no, I'm you. Saying, no. That year when he won, he had a great yeah. spotter. Uh, it's see, all about that, it's all about the spotter. That's gonna hurt my feelings. Like I, I have so much regret because I stayed like with my girlfriend for like a like a brother's birthday party or some crap, and like then he won. I don't date her anymore, so it's like I could have had a memory for the lifetime. Uh, okay, okay. I, I, I'm sad I took us down that road real quick. Um, let, let's get back because nobody knows. What, so, so what's holding you back? Are you negotiating more money? Like more, more pit passes? Like what are you doing? It's a virtual race. You can't go and get a pit pass for, like, it's eye racing. It's on like the computer. Oh, they, it's a video game. It's race. not a video game race. Eye racing is one of the most. What it is like next level from like a, a video game. It's so realistic that the drivers of NASCAR, when there was COVID going on, they drove in the iRacing series just to be able to put it on TV. But are they driving real cars? Like, I'm trying to to, to educate our audience here who might not know, because if Josh and I... Now, Alex Strofe, are you following along at all? Like, do you know do you know anything about what Ben's talking about? Like this video game racing stuff? Don't call it video no, game. No, no, not not at all. Not even a little bit. No. So that that's where I'm like, I, I'm trying to set the scene because I think when you said i racing, Josh and I both initially thought like, hey, this is a real a, a real race. It's an i race, like an e race, like an e gaming sort of race thing with real NASCAR drivers. The e NASCAR i racing series will be set at Road America June twenty ninth. Letters are there. And there's a lot of vowels, for sure. Is there's, there NASCAR people racing in it? Uh, there are some up-and-coming. You can go from iRacing, then transition from virtual to stock cars. It has happened. Um, but I want you guys to rate my start your um, start your engine. But I well, want I, what? What? Go ahead, Josh. To, so you said there is a transition. Are these guys like mainly video game guys who then sometimes end up racers? If you guys call it video games one more time, I literally won't answer any more of your questions because iRacing is a 10 steps above a video game. Video racing? I- Okay, all right. But it's I get it. Like Josh, it's not like an Xbox. It's like when you go to the movie ja, theater Greg. and they have the race car thing. Cruise in Malibu. You're sitting like I get it now. You're sitting in like a box thing at like an arcade, and you've got the steering wheel and the video thing in front. Ben's right. That's not like a standard video. Does it game. got a rumble pack? It's like pack? an arcade game. So it's like an arcade racing game. Ben, for the arcade racing game, why wouldn't you choose to be the Grand Marshal? Like, what's holding you back from accepting? You guys. What? what you- the the bullying that I get on this show huh? um, for being Grand Marshal of something that's actually really cool. That uh, is that really I, cool. That I, no, no, you know, you it's not video it. games, and it's not a setup at an arcade. It's real racing. It's a series that is legit, and you guys are clowns. And am I? Why gonna, wouldn't you be the Grand Marshal? I'm going What's to be you back? drivers. Start your engines. What do you think of that? 2.5 out of 10. Am I trying and too hard? 
It's way too hard. You gotta you gotta stick to one voice, but you got a lot of time to work on it. You got a couple weeks to work on it. Amfam.com. Find your American Family Insurance agent, especially if you're getting ready to be a first time homeowner. If you are a first time homeowner, find an agent, somebody you trust, somebody that you know. So when something happens with your home, you've got support. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Find your agent today. Amfam.com. And remember, when you bundle your home and auto, you can save up to twenty eight. Benny Brust will continue Benny Bucks tomorrow. We'll also get to Giannis versus Aaron Rodgers because we do have the poll question. You'll have to tune in tomorrow to see who people would rather be friends with, Giannis or A-Rodge, because we got On the Tee coming up next in Milwaukee, Spain and Fitz and Madison.